Bulls and blowout eighth inning, 10 3. Bases are loaded for Verlander, who waits on a real pitch. He swings, and it's a high fly ball, deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats. It is NL West Division Preview Day. This one is going to be a blast. The NL West is going to be awesome. As always, I am joined with Alex Curry. Alex, the NL West, a division near and dear to your heart. Um, we're going to go through every team. Yeah. We're going to give our predictions of what's going to happen, who's going to win the division, Cy Young, if that were a thing, best hitter from each team, best pitcher, breakout player, who's going to win the division, everything. And today we have the NL West. Yeah. I mean, if you grew up in uh, Southern California or California in general, this is a big one for us here. But let's, before we get into the preview of everything, let's take a look back at what happened last season and how everything finished i'll tell you what happened the dodgers won a lot of games uh, a lot of regular season a hundred how many playoff ones did they have let's, let's we don't need to go you know, there the interesting thing is we they have go there they have a lot of ones in their record from the regular season which would be a theme <laughs> for the playoffs 111 burn, regular baby, season burn. wins one 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 followed by their one playoff win honestly they had an unbelievable year last year. Um, it was a very big letdown, to what happened in the playoffs. Um, but they will still be very good this year. The Padres came in second place, but a whopping 22 games behind Ooh. the Dodgers, uh, followed by the Giants, the Diamondbacks, and the Rockies. And today we're going to talk about all of them and see if the division will shake out a little different this year. Yeah, so like we said, it's new year, new teams, we're not living in the past anymore, so let's look ahead to the future and start with the team just down the freeway that finished first in the division last year, the L.A. Dodgers. Yeah, for me, uh, to clarify, each team going to give a most important hitter, yeah. most important pitcher, and a breakout player. For the Dodgers, for me, their most important hitter is Mookie Betts. 100%. I look at this Dodgers lineup, though it has other superstars. Freddie Freeman is on is on this team as well. But for me, Mookie Betts, when right, is an MVP player, is one of the best players in the game of baseball. And we haven't exactly seen, you know what I would say, since Mookie joined the Dodgers, we haven't fully seen that MVP with the Red Sox, Mookie Betts. We've seen very, very good and elite player Mookie Betts. I think he can be even better so for me, are we going to see that Mookie this year? He's the most important hitter in that lineup. I would agree with you there just because of all the players they lost this season. He was surrounded by great players in that lineup since he's been on L.A. This is the first time he really has that opportunity to take the team under his wing and be that leader and be their star player. You're right. They did lose a lot. A lot. This is going to be a very different Dodgers team this year than we have seen in the past. Um, lineup will still be good. They'll still be good, but a lot of the guys that we that we've been seeing over the last couple of years are gone. By the way, one of those being Justin Turner. Um, that injury to him in oh. spring training um, was just heartbreaking, gruesome, um, awful. So that. hopefully. And by the way, he got, hit, he got hit in the face with a pitch is what you're talking yes, about. If you yes. didn't see it, it was 
terrifying. Yeah, it was awful. Terrifying. So um, I hope he's okay. He's now with the Boston Red Sox and no longer with the Dodgers. Most important pitcher on the Dodgers for me, Dustin May. Hmm. Julio Urias, we know is going to be very good. I think he has a potential to win a Cy Young Award at some point in his career, maybe this year. I think, in fact, he probably leads the team in wins this year. Clayton Kershaw. We kind of know what we're getting from Clayton Kershaw. He's not Clayton Kershaw of old, but he's still a very good pitcher. Um, will he be healthy? Hopefully. Hopefully he puts together a full season. For me, Dustin May is the guy this year on the Dodgers that is the most important in that rotation. Coming off of an injury, he, he's got one of the most electric arms in the game of baseball. He throws 100. It moves all over the place. He throws a wipeout slider. He can be nasty. And I think if we can see a full season of him as a starter with his nasty stuff, if he can be what I think he can be, well, then this, then this rotation for the Dodgers becomes very, very good. So I think they need him. I think he's the most important pitcher on the staff. Interesting. But but it's big because that, that's always kind of been their Achilles heel is the pitching. So let's see if it happens. It, yeah. might, it might be their strength this, this season. Who knows? <laughs> no, but, their, lineup will yeah, be, yeah, yeah. their lineup will be great. All right, who's the breakout player to watch? Um, so this is an interesting one for me. And I kind of went all over the map with these. Some are breakout players that maybe you've never heard of. Some are. This one, you have heard of. J.D. Martinez, new Los Angeles Dodgers player. But what we saw from J.D. Martinez with the Detroit Tigers, with the Red Sox, was not what we've seen over the last year year or so. I still believe J.D. Martinez can be one of the game's elite hitters. Um, so I think we see J.D. getting back to that. Last year, 274, 16 homers. I'm looking for more than that this year. I'm looking for around the 280, 290 mark with 30 to 40. I wow. could see him hitting okay. in that range. And um, the Dodgers the Dodgers do need it. So I, obviously he's broken out before in his career. I think he breaks out again. Okay. He's back to being the JD okay. we saw. I like that. Well, let's move down the coast of San Diego and talk some Padres. This team is so different. It's so exciting. They're going to be so good, so exciting. Um, the hitter to watch for me, the most important hitter on this team, is Juan Soto. Juan Soto is um, one of uh, – I've, I've said this before, and I know he had a down year last year and he was still pretty dang good. I think Juan Soto could go down as one of, one of the best hitters the game of baseball has seen. Okay. He's super young. Yeah. I, what, 20 – how old is he? 23, is that accurate? Producer Taylor? Producer Taylor. Let us know. He'll tell me. Uh, he's super young. He's broken Ted Williams' record already by this age for walks by an age 23 24. season. He's 24. Yeah. I, I think Juan Soto gets back to MVP type of, of player, and I think he's the most – look, Xander Bogarts, new player on the Padres, going to hit for a high average, mm -hmm. not going to hit you 40 homers. Um, Manny Machado, he's been there. We know we know how good he can be. I think Juan Soto returning to form of what we've seen in the past is going to be super important for the Padres. You you forgot one big bat when you were mentioning those. Fernando Tatis Jr., once he comes back, mm -hmm. he could also be extremely important for this team. I agree. Hasn't seen him in a while. But I, let's, I hope so. Yeah, let's hope. We'll, we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit later. Um, pitcher to watch on the Padres. Um, for me, Blake Snell. Um, this rotation, 
this rotation to me teeters on the edge of elite and good. And I think having having Cy Young Blake Snell that was with the Rays in that rotation, Blake Snell end of the season Blake Snell in that rotation makes it elite. If we have Blake Snell beginning of the season, then it's a good rotation. I think Blake Snell's the make or break guy in this rotation. You Darvish, Joe Musgrove, um, consistently good. You Darvish randomly every once in a while has just like a blow up start and not great. But for the most part, very good. I think Blake Snell is the most important pitcher on this staff and can make or break this rotation. Breakout player to watch. I like this. For me, Nick Martinez. I watched him in the playoffs and fell in love with Nick Martinez, the pitcher, yeah, the baseball player. Okay, you know, like not love as in I like mean, feelings, you but fall like, in love with a lot of baseball. Players. I love baseball. That's you good. know, that's me. I love baseball, uh-huh. and I love Nick Martinez, and I think he has a chance to step into this rotation and be really good. Like, I'm not saying you, Darvish, Blake Snell, Joe Musgrove, like he's going to be the ace of this staff. But I'm saying this guy could have the potential to step up, break out, and be nasty. He throws hard. He's got great breaking stuff. His numbers last year, pretty good. Four and four, three, four, seven ERA. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be in the rotation this year. I think he's going to break out and be, and be one of the better pitchers in the National League this year. I think this team has the ability to be one of the better best teams well i would hope so they're they're spending (laughs) for it but (laughs) this division is going to be fun that's for sure it's going to be fun all right well let's move up the coast to san francisco and talk about the giants who is your hitter to watch hitter to watch on the giants mike yastrzemski um we've seen mike yastrzemski be really good and then we've seen him struggle last year um this lineup needs him to be really good i don't know if you heard but they got Carlos Correa and then didn't get Carlos Correa because of a bad physical, <laughs> which was a theme of the offseason. The but no, not like the Giants offseason in a nutshell, they tried to vastly improve their offense by trying to get Aaron Judge and then seemingly getting Aaron Judge and then not getting him and then trying to get Carlos Correa and then seemingly getting him and then, oh, no, didn't get him. So now you end up with Michael Conforto, big offseason acquisition, but he's not the first two names I mentioned. So you need Mike Yastrzemski to be really good. And he has been in the past, but last year, 214, 17 homers. That ain't going to be acceptable this year for a Giants team that is going to try and stay on pace with the two juggernauts in this division. Um, So Mike Yastrzemski, most important hitter on the Giants. Pitcher to watch on the Giants because they lost a big one. They did lose a big one. Sean Maniah. Okay. Um, again, same sort of thing with Mike Yastrzemski. We've seen Sean Maniah when he was with the A's be very good. Then goes to the Padres. Not not great. But for, by all accounts, from what I've heard of Sean Maniah in the offseason, um, put in the work, driveline, uh, went to driveline. His velo's back up in the mid-90s. Okay. Um, has always had pretty good breaking stuff. So if Sean Maniah can be Sean Maniah of the A's, then the Giants have themselves an ace. I feel like that's a theme with a lot of the guys we're talking about. I'm realizing that as I'm talking about If they can be who they were in the past with the other team, they'll be great. We've seen it before. We've seen resurgences. We've seen players revamp their careers with new teams. So it's... Yeah, and Sean Maniah was 8-9 and with a 4-9-6 ERA last year. As a guy that you're paying to be a good guy... 
that ain't it. No. So, uh, the, and you're right. That is the theme with a lot of these guys. Like, for example, with the with the Dodgers pitching, I could have said Julio, but every, like I Dustin mean, May is, he is more, he's I, probably going to be the best pitcher on the right. staff. So I think yeah. mentioning Dustin May and saying what can he be post Tommy John, you know, I'm kind of yeah. going in that direction. I like with it. Things. I like it. Okay, breakout player to watch. Joey Bart. Yeah. And it, this is the year it needs to happen. Joey okay. Bart was tabbed to be the Buster Posey after Buster Posey. Uh, Big-time prospect, high draft pick, and he was not that guy. And he hasn't been that guy yet in his career. So still very young, still expected to be the future at the catcher position. And I think this is the year. I really do believe this is the year we see Joey Bart turn a corner and become what we all expected. And boy, oh boy, did the Giants need it. He had 215 last year, 11 homers, um, and, and that ain't going to cut it. And I think he turns a corner this year. All right, well, let's move on to your new obsession, the Arizona Diamondbacks. I love <laughs> we know the Diamondbacks. <laughs> and I know I mentioned earlier, like, with Nick Martinez, it's not like feelings. I I do I love you have the feelings. Diamond. I have feelings for the Diamondbacks. Where would you rank them in your top favorite teams right now? Obviously, you're gonna go with your brother. That's such an Mets, that's a hard question. You just said you love them and you deeply have feelings for them. Where do, where do you rank them? Top three. Whew. I'll always have love for my Detroit Tigers. Yep. Always. Yep. Um. I'll always want the team that my brother is playing on to do well. Yep. I'll always root for friends in the league. So, obviously, a lot of friends on the Astros. So I'm going to say top five. Okay. Top five. That's fair. They're in my top five. I, okay. I do. I love the Diamondbacks, and uh, we'll talk a good bit about them in a, in a little while when we do our predictions. But most important hitter on this team, Cattell Marte. There's a lot of very young, very good players. Cattell Marte is an, Cattell Marte is an all-star kind of guy and he needs to be I feel like last year um, we didn't get Cattell Marte that I've been and we've all been accustomed to he's been a stud in his career they need that hitter I do think they can do everything pretty well they need Cattell Marte to be the veteran star in this lineup they need it to happen this year back to the numbers of old from Cattell Marte not last year that we saw of 240 and 12 homers for him we need better and he can give us better, and he's the most important hitter in that lineup. Now, pitcher, who you watching? It's got to be Zach Gallen. Yeah. He's the he's the ace of the staff. Um, he's an underrated ace in the in the game of baseball. Zach Gallen's one of the best pitchers in the game of baseball, but because he's been on a how do I want to say this less than average Diamondbacks team, not very it good matters. Diamondbacks team it in matters. his career. He hasn't gotten the recognition he deserves. Zach Allen was in contention for a Cy Young Award last year. He's very good. He's nasty, and he deserves a lot of credit. And when people ask me, I've faced I've faced a lot of players in my career, a lot of big league all stars, a lot of a lot of major leaguers right now, a lot of really good minor leaguers. When people ask me the best pitcher I've faced in my career, the name I point to is Zach Allen, every single time. Okay, he's disgusting. And last year's numbers in the big leagues. Make me feel even better about always saying that. Twelve and four with a two point five four ERA, hundred and ninety-two strikeouts last year. He was unbelievable, and he's the most important pitcher on this Diamondbacks team. All right, who's your breakout player to watch? Oh, yes, I'm the driver of the bandwagon <laughs> here, baby. Corbin Carroll. Learn the name, know the name. He is player comp for me, Jacoby Ellsbury. Left-handed, 
He's going he's gonna to be the fastest player in baseball this year. He's going to steal a bunch of bases. He's going to play good defense. He can hit for power. He can hit for average. This guy does it all. I am so excited about watching a full season of Corbin Carroll this year. Um, I have been vocal on Twitter about this. I am all aboard the Corbin Carroll bandwagon. In fact, I am the driver of it. And uh, you're either with me or you're against us, but at any point you're allowed on the bandwagon. I'm not going to say no, now or never. No, no, no. Just watch this guy. Appreciate his game. He's going to be a stud. And he's still considered a rookie because he only got 100. Yes. Yeah, he only got 104 at bats last year. You have to have 130 to kind of consider your rookie season. Yeah. So this is this is his rookie this year. This is his rookie and, year. And um, at some point, um, I'm not going to give any spoilers when uh, I do rookie of the year, but he's uh, going to be in the conversation uh, for the full that, that's, full that's NL a rookie of the year. I'm not yeah. going to give a spoiler, but that's a spoiler. Okay, it's All a little right. bit of a spoiler. All right, let's move on to the final team, the Rockies. Hitter to watch. Uh, hitter to watch, most important hitter on this team, Chris Bryant. They gave him a bunch of money to be there, and last year he wasn't really playing a lot. Like the injuries he dealt with, um, for the Rockies need to turn around their organization, like a full turn. And Chris Bryant, being the guy that they're paying a lot of money to be there, he needs to show up. Obviously, um, his numbers last year due to injury yeah. weren't uh, he hit 306 which is great but, but five he only had 114 RBIs 100 what would you say 100 well, 160 at bats 160 at bats yeah, that's not a lot they need a full season five home runs yeah that's not a lot they need a full season of Chris Bryant and he's the most in- important hitter on this team for sure pitcher to watch um most important pitcher on the Rockies Kyle Freeland okay um look <laughs> the rotation's not going to be great yeah. but Kyle Freeland can be good um, so he's the guy for me. When I look at the Rockies, needs to step up and be an ace of their staff. Yeah. Jermon Marquez is their ace, but this guy needs to step up. Breakout player. Nolan Jones. Love me some Nolan Jones. Um, I'm hopeful we get to see I'm hopeful we get to see a full season of him. And last year we saw the first of the new CBA coming into effect where teams aren't yeah. afraid to bring up their guy and let him try and go in a win a rookie of the year and allow them extra draft picks and stuff like that. I'm hopeful we see a full season of Nolan Jones. He was a high draft pick. He's going to be good in the big leagues, I believe. 244 last year, two home runs, limited time, only 28 games. This is this is now. Now yeah. we go. Now Nolan yes. Jones shows why he can be a stud in Major League Baseball. So he's my breakout player for the Rockies. All right. That wraps it up. Going team by team. But now I want to make some predictions. We're going to talk most fun player in the NOS, your Cy Young prediction in the NOS, and your MVP in the NOS. We're both going to give predictions here. Okay. We're yeah. all we're all giving predictions. We're all giving predictions. All right. So we're starting with most fun player to watch. Yes. For me, it's Fernando Tatis. Yeah, same. I mean, he's <laughs> one of the most fun players in baseball. Now a lot needs to happen. One, and arguably most important, his suspension needs to end. Yep. I believe it's 20 games left on the suspension. Two, and I've said this before, and it's rather critical of him, he needs to grow up. He needs to mature. He needs to show that he can be superstar Fernando Tatis because what he was doing on motorcycles in the offseason and getting suspended for – HGH or whatever the exact drug was 
We can't have that. Mm -mm. We need the superstar that was on his way to being a face of the game of baseball, if not the yeah. face. We need we need him back. We need him doing what he needs to do on the field. And we need Fernando Tatis, the fun, exciting, closing his eyes, rounding the bases. Close your eyes if you hate fun. Close your eyes if you hate fun with Fernando Tatis because he's certainly one of those guys. And for me, he's the most fun player to watch in this division. This is where we agree. My most fun player in the NOS is also Fernando Tatis Jr. Okay. Before the injury, the motorcycle injury, and all the stuff that was happening outside of the game, Fernando was the moment. Yep. He was becoming the face of baseball. We were having conversations how he was changing the game. He was fun to watch. He was flipping his bat. He in was Dodger bringing Stadium. In, he was bringing okay, it in was the unbelievable. Dog. The younger generation was falling in love with him. He had everything going for him. He got the big contract, and then everything kind of went downhill. So I'm excited to see him come back. I really hope he did some maturing, deep dive in to figure out how to keep his life on track with this <laughs> giant opportunity that he has given to him that he worked his whole life to have. It's right here. He has every opportunity to make it work. I hope that he comes back and he brings that excitement, but with maturity. Well said. Hmm. Right. I, and I agree completely. Yeah. Moving uh, on. To your Cy Young prediction of the NL West, who you this, got? This is tough. I went back and forth with a few different names, to okay. be completely honest. Um, Zach Gallen being one of those names that I went back and forth with, yeah. that I talked in a lot about earlier. I went with Logan Webb. Interesting. Logan Webb is, is nasty, and again, probably one of the more underrated pitchers in baseball. Kind of threw himself on the map big time in the playoffs against the Dodgers a couple of years ago in that year where they both won over a hundred games and the Giants won the division. Logan Webb is the ace of this staff and he's nasty, hard sinker, great slider. I look for Logan Webb to be the Cy Young. If there were a Cy Young for the divisions, yeah. each division, yeah, yeah. I look for Logan Webb to be the best pitcher in the NOS this year. Okay. Um, my Cy Young in the NOS mm -hmm. is Julio Urias yep. of the Dodgers. Fair. That I was mean, the other, that was the other name. Okay. It's his time to shine. He's been behind Clayton Kershaw for a bit now and Kershaw's still a great player, but we know where he's at in his career and he's dealing with injuries. It is Julio's turn to take control of this pitching staff and he's coming off a 17 win season. That was an incredible second half of the season. He went nine and one with a 1.26 ERA. He has everything going for him. This team needs him to be the ace of this staff. And I feel like this is his year. Can I tell you why I didn't go with him? Why? And it's not because I don't love Julio. I think he's disgusting. And I think he's great. In a good way. Yeah. <laughs> if you take a deep dive into his analytics from last year, mm -hmm. it says it shows that he's due for quite the regression. The advanced analytics said... Uh. Do do for regression? Yeah, uh, what, what do regression from one point seven, whatever. But compared to the other pitchers that he was on on par with numbers wise, his advanced analytics in terms of hard hit percentage and you know luck and all that sort of stuff, 
That's the only reason I shied away from it. Do I think he can be in the Cy Young conversation? Yes. Yeah. But I got scared away a little bit. I'm. I, I hope. I you hope be scared. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Let's move on to your MVP of the NLS. You got Juan Soto. All right. Juan Soto for me. I think we see the full Juan Soto this year. Obviously, batting average wasn't there last year, but like the guy gets on base more than anybody. He's gonna hit for power. In spring training, he hit like 800. He's been unbelievable. Um, I think we see the Juan Soto that we were expecting to see last year and just another step forward. I truly believe, and I said this before last year, Juan Soto is the best hitter in the game of baseball. Now, I don't know if I can say that right now. I think you probably have to say Aaron Judge. I, I don't think there's any way you can't say Aaron Judge is the best hitter in the game of baseball right now. But before last year, I would have said Juan Soto, and I think he gets back onto that track. I think we see an unbelievable year from him and in, in that lineup that we can't talk about all the players because of it, it, he's going be, to be the perfect fit in that lineup. I think he's the MVP of the NL West and possible MVP of the National League. Very interesting. So my MVP is on the same team, but it's not Juan Soto. It is Fernando Tatis Jr. I am coming in with such high hopes for this young man this year. He was in the MVP conversation before the injury and before everything that went down. I believe he is going to have a huge bounce back season and prove why he was in that conversation before and why he got the contract that he got. So I'm I'm <laughs> putting all my chips there on Fernando Tatis Jr. Please do well this year, please. I have some thoughts. Please. Give me those thoughts. You think Give me those when missing the first 20 games of the season that he's he's going to put up the numbers to, to be better than the guys that are playing a full season? He could. He could. I'm not art. I think he could be. In 162 game season, 20 games isn't that much. Especially if you come back like with vengeance and you're amazing. Well, that, possible. that's already putting him at 142, a, a guy that does have injury concerns, a guy that's going to be playing a new position in the outfield. <clears throat> I love Fernando Tatis. Yep. I said he's the most fun player to watch, and I think I think he wins an MVP at a certain point in his yep. career. I just wouldn't bet on it being this year, but I wouldn't hate it. That's like I'm just, yeah. I'm just, you know. Now you stay over there, I'll stay over here. Bold take. Yeah. Bold take. Thank you. That's what we do here. Um, all right. Let's finish up. Those are our predictions for players and stuff. Uh, final standings. Yeah. All right. Okay. I am going to give my final standings of the division and the record that comes along oh, snap. with it. Yeah. Oh, snap. I did record, too. I, I just, If I, you're listening, it's on the board right now, so you're, uh, you're in for a treat. <sighs> Go. I think the Padres win the division. Yeah. I think the Padres win the NL West. You look at... I, you look at they just missed out on first place last year, a mere twenty games back. It was they were right there, second place. They were in second. And now they only need first. Um, no, I, I just think they have vastly improved. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the Dodgers improved at all. In fact, I think they've gotten a little bit worse. And then they they needed young guys to step up and have career years in a first-year role owning a position. And unfortunately, what happened to Gavin Lux is a backbreaker. Oh, yeah. And it, it for lack of a better term, it sucks. 
it sucks seeing that it was a gruesome injury. He's going to miss the season. It was going to be his position to lose. I'm a big Gavin Lux fan. I love what he brings to the table, and I think this was his year to break out, and they needed it to be because they their did. team and their offense isn't quite as good. Now that you don't have him for the entire year, your offense is really struggling. Then you're really missing out on some depth. Now Mookie has to move to second base a good bit. Now that opens a hole, another hole. So they do have some issues. They are going to be great. Don't get me wrong. I just think with the Padres' improvements, they can win the division. I have them being 98-65 and 65 winning the NL West. It's hard for me to admit this, but I agree. I think the Padres will finish mm. first because of their revamped roster and because of everyone that the Dodgers lost on their roster. Yeah. So gut punch, but yeah, I, I'm with you here. You also just feel like over a 162-game season, like – Health plays a big factor, and so does depth. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's going to happen throughout a season. Every team's going to lose somebody. The Dodgers are going to lose somebody throughout the year, and they can't really afford – like, imagine – They can't. They got to pick someone up. I don't even want to put this out don't into do it. the world. Don't do but it. But, like, just imagine don't. one of – one of, a guy in their pitching rotation just goes don't down. Do it. It's yeah. like what – there's not a lot of depth, and that's my worry there. I still think the Dodgers are really good. I have them coming in second place, being three games back and being 94 and 68. So down to the wire. It's going to be down to the wire for one and two with Padres and Dodgers. And then you get, yeah, yeah. Of course. The, the Dodgers are going to be great. They've been They're one still of the best be regular season teams the last 10 years. Regular season. Regular, regular season. I said regular season on purpose. <laughs> but you're right. Over yeah. the last 10 years, I mean, it's. It's insane. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable. Um, okay. Yeah. Number three. Your faves. My team. Love of my <laughs> life. The Arizona Diamondbacks. I have them going 500. Yeah. Which is going to be fair. a huge improvement. 81 and 81 coming in third place. I believe they show huge improvement. Corbin Carroll, obviously big fan of him. Jake McCarthy. I think you look around this team. The future is now. Mm -hmm. And they show huge improvement from last year. I think they finished 500, which honestly, with the added playoff team in each league, yeah. being 500 puts you in contention until yeah. the end of the year. You're, yeah. you're right there. So maybe they have a chance to squeak in. Maybe not. No, never but, mind. I mean, but you have San National Francisco league. in the same position. 81 and 81 as well. Yeah. But okay. fourth place, I just, they're going to tie, but I have the, I just. They're going to beat them. I like the Diamondbacks. Yeah, I know you do. I like the every world knows you do. You got a crush. Um, San Francisco Giants, 81 and 81 as well. Um, yeah, I think yeah. Logan Webb puts together a good yeah. year. I don't think they have the offense to to compete with the other teams in this division. And that's pretty much all I got on the Giants, 81 and 81. And then last place in the division, the Rockies. Yeah, poopy. Oh, that's the Rockies. Oh, yeah, not good. Not good. Not good. 67 and 95, last place. I. <laughs> This is frustrating, and I don't want to go on the same rant I've been on a lot with with owners and yeah. the lack of putting money and an effort into your team, but specifically with the Rockies and what their ownership has said just about like a couple things over the last few years. Just that, hey, we're just we're trying our best and we're not gonna put much money into this team right now. It's like what what are you doing? <laughs> Baseball needs better. Um the Rockies 
deserves so much better. That stadium is beautiful. It's one of my top five in the game of baseball. Um, the crowd, they always get a it's good crowd, so even fun. when they're even when their team's it's not so good. Fun. I want the Rockies back to being good. Yeah. And it's not going to be this year. So yeah. I have them rounding it out in fifth and final place in the NL West. I like it. Is that our NL I don't West? like it because obviously I want the Dodgers to finish first, but I agree that San Diego has a better roster and the Dodgers. And lineup the Dodgers will be. They're going to be good. In the playoffs. They always figure it out. They'll be fine. They always they, figure it out. Well, go LA. They are. in the regular season. <laughs> they figure it out in the regular. In the season. regular season. Yes. Um. Yeah, that's our NLS prediction. I do think um, that playoff series that I've jokingly given uh-huh. you a lot of crap about, where the Dodgers won one game, is is big. Yep. The Dodgers have owned the Padres over the last long time. For the Padres to be able to get over that hump in the playoffs and take down the the juggernaut Dodgers in the playoffs. The big brother? The Well, uh-huh. I don't like that term. The, the father? Yeah, yeah. The, the, Padres, the Padres, Padres? The Padres Padre Padre. was the Dodgers. And they took them down in the playoffs. They got it done. They got over the hump. And I think that's going to be big for them in this year. They're not going to they're not going to go into this regular season scared of the Dodgers by any means. They wouldn't have if they had the same roster, but now they got better and the Dodgers got a little bit worse. I think their confidence is at an all-time high and I think the the Padres end up taking the NLS. I also think we have like they talked about it before, but I think it's fair to say now there's a little rivalry here now. Oh yeah. It's, it's here. Right. Especially seen... after the way the it's playoffs great. ended. I know the Padres used to think it, and Dodgers were like, ah, this isn't a rivalry. Oh, no, it's officially a rivalry. They knocked you out, like, bad. Yeah, it's a rivalry. Let's just hope those guys that sung about the goose, that group of Padre fans, doesn't doesn't make an appearance this year. (laughs) Um, NL West division preview complete. We are marching closer and closer and closer to the regular season. I'm so pumped. I live and breathe baseball. You know that. Baseball is I back, I live and baby. breathe baseball, and baseball <laughs> is back. Division previews, NL West is done. Season right around the corner. Thank you all for listening. Um, make sure you like, subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever. We're also on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch every episode as well on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening to this NL West Division preview episode of Flippin' Bats. And until next time, we will see you later. Peace.